ESPN Radio 1300 and 92.5 FM. It's the bottom line with Brad Taylor. And with us now, our regular guest here on Sunday mornings. August is the biggest month of the year for fantasy football, and it's crunch time in the KFFSC, the Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship, where you can win $15,000 in their main event spectacular. The event goes off in two weeks in Cincinnati and in three weeks in Louisville. And with us today, our old pal, he's Farrell Elliott, the commissioner of the Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship. Farrell, how are you today, buddy? It's good to hear your voice and see you're in mid-season form. I'm so excited about football being just around the corner. Yeah, this is your time of year, Farrell. Cincinnati, the leagues are starting in two weeks, and you tell me that there's not many spots left in Cincinnati. Two spots left, Brad, and they're at 11 a.m., so you got to be an early bird to get up there and draft. Cincinnati has been a, a wonderful, a wonderful um, destination for our league. We've, we've grown every year, and even this year, with all the obstacles towards having live meetings and all the, uh, the questions about football, uh, the, the Queen City drafters have responded in droves. And, you know, we have a good group in Cincinnati and, and uh, people that drive in from around the country, a few that will fly in. And uh, so it's a good mix of people. If any of the uh, Lexington listeners would like to make that short drive, uh, they would be rewarded with a smaller than Louisville, but as competitive and some of the drafters even say a lot more fun. Yeah, tell us the difference between drafting two weeks from now in Cincinnati, three weeks from now in Louisville. Are there advantages? Are there disadvantages? What's the difference in the two? As far as the events, Brad, you know, Cincinnati is smaller. Um, and so we have a we have a little more, uh, at least personally I do, a little more back and forth with some of the players. And players will come there often and they'll draft all day long. It'll be like a an all-day marathon of drafting for them. Three and four leagues is not uncommon for a drafter to play there. And they'll do the same thing at Louisville, but we're in a much bigger room with a bigger activity. But it's all part of the same main event. And you know, if you think you know more right now than uh, the other guy, you know how you'll have some drafts in your basement, Brad, and you can realize when you get there that one of your competitors, he hasn't uh, looked at this at all since last year, He's not really very sharp or very prepared. And so different levels of preparedness comes at all different levels of fantasy football. Our guys are very, very sharp and often think about football. But you may think as a player, hey, I know more right now than anybody else knows. And come to Cincinnati and draft draft early with us online. Uh, that will give you an advantage if you think your game is sharp and you're ready to play in front of some other players who are just starting their drafting season. Yeah, we talk about the main event here on ESPN Radio 1392.5, the bottom line with Brad Taylor. We talk about the main event on our commercials here. But there's more events in the KFFSC other than just the main event for $15,000, right, Farrell? That's right. You know, we uh, a $300 entry fee is, is a good entry fee. It's a good number. People come. They play multiple teams. But some guys like to even take a bigger shot, and we allow for that. We have uh, a division called the Big Payback which is a 12-team standalone division. We have three of them. One of them is sold out, but still in Louisville on uh, 28th through 30th. So it would be 29th and 30th of August. Those dates are uh, the home to the big payback. It's a $1,000 buy-in. A dominant team could win $9,000. We had one player that did very well in two divisions last year, took home $14,000 from his two uh, big payback shots. So 
if you're looking for a bigger league to play in, we can certainly supply those for you. All right, let's get to some actual fantasy football for a second. You have privy knowledge now, Farrell, to all the average draft positions, to all these uh, big money drafts that are going on right now. Is there anything in the ADP list that's kind of catching your eye? Maybe the Edwards-Hilaire jump after the Damian Williams uh, opting out of the season. Is there anything in the ADP list catching your eye as we enter August in the big fantasy football drafts? It's fascinating how that player is climbing, and I contribute that to the imaginations of uh, our drafters and the player's tremendous college career. It's a little difficult to uh, put that high of a first-round draft pick, which I I was in a draft last night, and uh, he went as the fifth pick overall. And um, Mm. I I won't be the first to say it, but I, I don't know if I want to spend that high draft capital on a player that's going to uh, be earning his first starts in the league and, and, and working his way through it. Hey, but Josh Jacobs had a mighty fine rookie year. Um, so, you know, I, I think uh, I, I think we're going to find um, I, I think we're going to find this player towards the middle to the back of the first round as calmer heads uh, prevail. But he, he's a new guy in town and, new, and people are excited about some new life in the draft. So if they want to have him on a team and they're drafting in the first round, uh, that might attribute to the fact that he's moving up in some of these early drafts. You bring up draft spots. Let's talk draft strategy, especially for the KFFSC. It's a Kentucky Derby-style drafting in which you can literally choose which draft spot you could pick in the first round. One of the greatest things about it, Brad, you can decide where you want to be. If you want Christian McCaffrey in 2020, everybody knows you better draft from the number one position. And so with us, when we break down into a 12-team division, we won't assign a draft pick and uh, to one lucky guy that gets that uh, number one spot. If you want it, you'll enter our free agent uh, budget bidding competition. You have 1000 free agent dollars to complete your year of bidding, and you can use part, a big part, or maybe close to all of that to lock down the spots you want in the in the auction bidding. We do that on Zoom prior to the draft starting, and so it, it's a really it, it's been great fun as the, the Zoom aspect of it was done due to the necessity of social distancing at our live events. So we decided to have it done. You get the best of both worlds, Brad. You get to choose your own draft position and then prepare your strategy not only in the first round, but throughout the round, throughout the draft as you, you snake through it. Um, and that's what you need to look at when you're picking a draft slot. It's not necessarily who you're going to get in the first round, but who's going to be available to you as you climb down the board. Yeah, and you guys also have the third round reversal. So if you take the end of the first round, you also get to come back at the beginning of the third. So that's a lot of the sharps seem to like that at times, getting a little extra value later in the draft than they would in the first round getting the number one overall pick. Talking about more players, is there anybody you think's going too high in these drafts and somebody maybe that's not going high enough in these drafts? You know, one of my problems, Brad, is I just love all the players. I'm not a much of a hater. Uh, on anyone. I see more That makes bargains. one of us. I'm definitely a hater, so you're, in the, you're at the wrong place to talk about not hating people. <laughs> I see more I see more bargains out there than I do people that are overpaying um, for a position. Now, you can make arguments that uh, a regression to the mean for the Green Bay running back Aaron Jones is, is, uh, is possible. Uh, San Diego, San Diego, Los Angeles Charger receivers 
uh, without Phillip Rivers. I thought early uh, with their quarterback situation in the earlier drafts it had not adjusted, but last night Keenan Allen uh, showed up in the fifth round, and that's a significant drop from a player that that uh, previously was was a, an excellent pick. I think uh, perhaps um, unproven one-year players uh, like Jacobs, uh, in, in some cases, if he's going early, earlier in the first, anywhere from eight to nine, that could be a little bit high, but you could make an easy argument as to why you should draft him there. So, so I'm not really seeing anyone that I particularly can't make a case for in these drafts, other than to say, don't draft your quarterback in the uh, second and third round. ESPN Radio 1,392.5 FM, the bottom line with Brad Taylor and Farrell Elliott of the Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship. Farrell, we're in Lexington, Kentucky. Lynn Bowden was the pick of the litter last year, so to speak, getting all those mm-hmm. rushing yards from the quarterback position. Now he's a Las Vegas Raider. What do you see in, in terms of his fantasy prospects for the coming season? Complete fascination with it, and we have to use our imagination once again with Lynn Bowden as we listen to the offensive coordinator talking in Las Vegas about all the different ways that he can be used. But, you know, I've, I've lost uh, the people that are from Lexington and are diehard SEC football fans. They really sit at the, in the catbird position, you might say, to take advantage of all these great SEC talents. And here's one that's homegrown. So in Lynn Bowden, I would say uh, last night's draft, 10th, 11th round, Um, Some people would say, well, that's a little high for that rookie player. I don't think so because, you know, you want to swing for the fences in this. You're trying to win um, a league with 400-plus teams and take home that $15,000, finish in our top five, and earn the ticket to to go to Las Vegas and play for half a million dollars. So what we want want you to do is come, come in and use that imagination of how players might be playing at the end of the season. Lynn Bowden goes to an offense that looks like it has something to prove, a quarterback that says he's tired of being disrespected, and he becomes the most interesting player on the field. I really like his prospects to score big fantasy points in certain games would be a big contributor. Devontae Parker, he's a wide receiver. He's seen good days. He's seen bad days. Where is he right now on these average draft position lists, and what do you see for him for the coming season? You know, uh, all the we talked a little earlier about the Kentucky and the SEC fans. Now with Louisville and the ACC, uh, and uh, the fact that Devontae Parker, a homegrown product here, he's always flown off the board early, and he's always been overdrafted to the point of last year. Everyone said, "No more, Brad. I can't stand any more Devontae Parker." And uh, then in in he it began to come together for him, and it did, he needed it to come together because his career was at stake. The last seven games of the season, uh, he was one of the most prolific receivers in the league, putting up numbers that put him right at the top. Uh, he was a uh, top 11 wide receiver. He was 11th in most fantasy points. But in our drafts, he's still going uh, 27th, 28th receiver off the board. Significant value with Parker. If he can continue at the pace, I think he finally woke up, answered the bell. I think there's a player in the fifth and sixth round that you can steal, and and that kind of performance that he had last year for anywhere near near it uh, over the last few games of the season, 
uh, you've got a player that can take you to a championship. It's always interesting to kind of draft in certain places where you get the hometown discount. I used to play fantasy baseball in Atlanta all the time, and you had to take Chipper Jones way <laughs> earlier than you, ha- than you should have taken him just because people wanted to watch him on TV every night. Do you right. see a lot of that with local guys from UK and from UofL? Do you see a lot of those, that happen in the KFFSC too? Occasionally, but not much anymore. People are very serious about their fantasy football that come in the room with us, and so they leave their um, allegiances at the door. Now, it happens more in the later rounds when it's a a toss-up about who your fourth or fifth receiver is. A guy will say, you know, I got these three players, but I watched this guy in college and I really like him. Then, Then that's a pick there. But as you get closer in the draft, um, you're you're not gonna you're you're not gonna see that as you get earlier earlier rounds. But the um, you know I, I find it more Brad. We we opened the segment talking about not holding grudges or or, or not uh, or, or not looking at players and, and being negative about them. Uh, they, they, we have a lot more guys that that make the mistake of holding a grudge. That's the Devontae Parker situation. We drafted him and he didn't do anything for us. I don't want to touch him, so he comes. He was still available late in a lot of drafts last year. People that grabbed him did well. So that, that's the biggest problem that drafters have is holding a grudge against guys they've invested in in the past who didn't perform for them. Well, in real life, I'm bitter to the end, and I hold grudges all my life. But when it comes to <laughs> cashing tickets, baby, I will be on you one night and be against you the next night, not blink an eye. Because cashing tickets is what it's all about, Farrell. That's a tagline to the yes, show. Sir. August 23rd in Cincinnati, August 28th through the 30th in Louisville. Farrell, tell us where we can find you online and get in touch with you to get in the KFFSC for $15,000. You can look at the league at kffsc.com. But you know, Brad, we are about 10 or 12 days away. Probably August 20th is, is the last day that we could probably even guarantee a spot in the league in Louisville. So the best thing to do, if someone is listening to this show, don't waste any time. Don't be a wish I had. Don't be thinking about next year. Give me a call at 502-523-5057. I can walk you through what's expected of you in the league. We can talk about how you would want to come in and what you want to do. You know, we've got a beautiful hotel here over at Caesars that uh, you'll be comfortable at. We want you to come over and spend the day with us. We serve two meals. We serve one on uh, Saturday night, one on Sunday afternoon. And you're going to meet people that share in this hobby and love it just as much as you do. And, hey, you're going to meet Brad Taylor on Sunday. I saw where you signed up for a league. Yeah, you can't put a price on meeting Brad Taylor from the bottom line here on ESPN (laughs) Radio. As good as it gets. As good as it gets. Ladies and gentlemen, I've played a lot of fantasy football in this nation, and Farrell and his contest is the best in the business, I promise you. Farrell, thanks so much for joining us this morning. We'll see you in a couple weeks, buddy. Thank you, sir. That was Farrell Elliott of the KFFSC, the Kentucky Fantasy Football State Championship, here on ESPN Radio 1392.5. You're listening to The Bottom Line with Brad Taylor. Coming up after the break, more sports talk, including Kentucky football schedule fallout, 
the Reds, and of course, the most profitable segment in Lexington Radio, our Mac Daddy Stogie Picks. But first, the real estate market is as good as it's been in years, and our good friend Trey McCauley has 17 years of experience of selling commercial and residential real estate. Trey has a perfect five-star rating on Zillow and uses key relationships with industry professionals to deliver specialized service to home buyers and sellers. And of course, as we always say on this show, life's all about relationships. So call our good friend Trey McCauley today, 859-312-7599, or check him out online, bestlexingtonhomes.com. The most profitable segment in Lexington Radio coming up next, right here on ESPN Radio, 1300 and 92.5 FM.